So my beautiful community, it's a new day, a new page and a new subject. In today's episode, I will talk about the learning paradox. I actually find that learning has lost its central meaning in everyday language. And many people, if you talk to them about learning, the word immediately evocates an image of sitting passively in a classroom, listening to a teacher and trying to avoid mistakes. And as a result, they hate it. And this happens because people have collapsed the idea of learning with the idea of a school and the type of education that takes place there. And we have to know that the differences between learning and education are huge. While we use this ter- these two terms as synonyms, they are not the same. And we will dive deep into this subject today. Education can be said to be a process through which society passes on the knowledge and the values and skills from one generation to another. And learning from another angle can be defined as acquiring new skills, knowledge, and values. While education is a part of a much broader field that includes questions about the role of the state and the organization of the school system. And we can say that school is a component of the educational system. Ultimately, a good educational system should create schools and universities that promote learning. And there are many examples of alternative schools that produce exceptional results. But because our educational system is doing such a poor job on this, people are collapsing the ideas of school and education and learning into one. I'm not telling you education is bad or not. I'm just trying to clarify the meaning. So we should differentiate between good and bad schools, good and bad education, rather than rejecting the concept of education and school outright. Learning is at the very core of education. And here is the paradox. Because we have been relating all the learning with what we, with what we take in school. While it's not the case, learning is such a huge domain. And it's not just related to what we take in school as we have been programmed to know. And I want to take the definition of learning from an American educationalist and philosopher because I see that it clarifies the picture. According to him, his name is John Dewey, according to him, learning is not just about understanding how to solve simultaneous equation or crafting a well-argued explanation of history. He defined learning as the amount of emotional, intellectual, moral, 
and spiritual growth that a man accomplishes over the course of his life. Seeing it's a holistic process that wasn't just isolated to the intellectual sphere, as many people believe. It's about learning is about playing in musical instruments, it's about performing theater, it's about practicing sport, it's about becoming a better parent, a better friend, it's about communicating our thoughts and feelings. Learning is a process through which we continuously seek to understand ourselves and the world around us. As an Indian philosopher said, the whole movement of life is learning. The whole movement of life is learning. And that's right, because in order to live, we need to learn. And in order to learn, we need to live. Learning does not stop when we leave school. It does not stop when we leave university. Learning is the process of a whole lifetime. And adult learning is the most important part of the process. Contrary to another popular misconception, this isn't just a possibility limited to the younger members of society. We are never too old to learn. And much of this belief is the result of collapsing the growth and aging of the body with the growth and the aging of mind. And let me tell you something certain. If you believe you are too old to learn, you will be. Or as Henry Ford said, anyone who stops learning is old. Whether at 20 or at 80, anyone who keeps learning stays young. And this is due to the magic of the brain. And from a scientific angle, scientific research showed that after learning a new thing, your brain is never the same again. First, it forms new connections and neurons, which are brain cells, and makes existing neural pathways stronger. And this is what we call neuroplasticity. And I will talk about this subject, inshallah, in the coming episodes. Not just, not just that, but also it helps more myelin to get into our nerve axons so that our brain gets more connected and feels like it works faster and better especially at older ages because it has been shown to slow the progression of alzheimer's disease and dementia you have to know that your brain will continue changing right up until the end of your life and the more you learn along the way, the more plastic and the more stronger it will be. From an opposite angle, a British research showed that being bored, which occurs when we don't learn new things very often, can be dangerous on our health. 
and people in the study who reported being bored over a long period of time had heart disease rates more than twice as high as those who did not report boredom. So not having new experiences slow your brain and makes it less responsive and as a result more exposed to brain diseases and brain injuries. You have to know that learning is a vehicle for personal growth. So if you want to grow your mind and upgrade your life to a higher level, we have to make learning a part of it and a part of our daily life. So guys, we arrived to the end of this episode. I want from each one who is listening to me now to transmit this message to change this paradox and help in building a strong generation. Just live to learn and learn to live. Thank you so much guys for your attention. I want to say that I'm really grateful for each and every one of you who is listening to me now. And as always, take care and be positive.